hosts Jacob and Michael. Hey everybody, it's Back in Tunes. I'm your host, Michael. Jacob's sitting this episode out. We're bringing back one of our old riggers, one of the guests that came in. And I don't know, I'm talking like a 1920s announcer. But uh, Ron, um, maybe my oldest friend, uh, used to be on the show on a regular basis in the first couple seasons. And then we went off to do a whole different thing. But he's back because if you don't know already, the show's wrapping up. We got about four months left. Got some more cartoons from the 70s and 80s I want to discuss before we close over to our close over. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm drunk. Uh, go over to our next show, Hit Rewind. But until then, Ron, welcome back. Welcome Hello. back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> I could do my big cutter and, you know. Up your nose and rub a holes. No. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> Um, so this episode, um, the reason I asked him specifically for this episode, um, is because we're discussing cartoons that Jacob has zero interest in whatsoever. I've held <laughs> off on kind of the cutesy animal cartoons of the eighties. Um, but looking back, I, I mean, they were important to me. They were what I watched before I watched action cartoons. I watched them with my sister and I think you kind of had the same thing. Like you weren't... I don't know. I, I I don't want to say that our parents didn't really look down on action cartoons, but it, it did seem like they were more like, "Hey, you know, you're five. Maybe we should keep the guns and punching out of this for now." <laughs> for now. Yeah. I wish I could remember exactly why, you know. But it seems to me like a lot of it overlapped with me anyway. And it might have been the fact that I have a sister. Yeah. That's that's well, a lot so. of it for me too. My sister's three years younger. Uh, you're, uh, Chrissy's only one year younger than you, so there probably wasn't that big of a gap. But I found myself watching a lot of cartoons way after, like it. And I wouldn't normally watch them by myself. Well, I've got a. Uh, oh right, uh, I'm so sorry. I forgot. I'm yeah. so stupid. My littlest sister, Erin, she's what nine years younger or something. something okay. Like that, so, yeah. It happens. Um, I can't. Don't tell her I did. I forgot. Shh. <laughs> You're good, you're good. She probably never listens to this anymore. Yeah, probably. Um, you two dorks yammering on. No, thank you. <laughs> well, she probably, she really, she literally does not look up to real. Yeah, her <laughs> older brother. She looks down on Yeah, she's all in your Five, nine. But... <laughs> yeah, so some of the cartoons for us uh, varied. And I think, I think by the time I hit about 10 or 11 is when I started going in different directions. But then it came all back together when, like, all the cartoons started getting better. You know, we talked about it before, like I think in your first episode, Gummy Bears changed everything. The quality was so much better. And then we got mm-hmm. DuckTales and Rescue Rangers. And then it really blew up in the 90s. Uh, I, I don't know anybody who didn't watch Tiny Toon Adventures and like Animaniacs, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, stuff like that, where it could be for boys and girls. And this is what these cartoons are kind of yeah. aimed at. I, I'm, I don't know if I can ever bring myself to discuss like Strawberry Shortcake, My Little Pony. Uh, Rainbow Bright. Who knows? I might eventually, but it, it'll definitely be with my sister because there's just nobody else who would possibly. Yeah. Even she was a little what apprehensive. Bring What's that? What to bring Chrissy in on that one? Yeah, because that's got... the only reason I watched any of that. <laughs> I I literally have never seen him. I watched Shiro with her, and that's because of the He-Man connection. Right. Um. So well, that's the... probably the only thing I probably would have watched on my own. But... <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is the, most of these are from real early on when I was like five or six. And I was still watching kind of the cutesy cartoons. 
Uh, originally, the plan was to start off with Shirt Tales. We're still going to do that. Problem is, we couldn't find any episodes anywhere. I'm not no buying way. it. I'm not going to buy it. Maybe I'll buy it. Because I, I liked it enough that I think my, my son would like it. So maybe we'll go that route. But yeah, the uh, I was just looking at it. It's like one of those, like, you can only get the complete series. I even had the Hanna-Barbera collection. And they didn't even do an, uh, th- where they usually grab like one or two episodes of a show and threw it on there for like a big variety pack. No, nothing. Uh-huh. What do we got here? Shirt Tales. Oh, 18 bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on for two years. I didn't realize that, though. Two years in cartoon time can mean 12 episodes. Who knows? Uh, 23 episodes. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah, I'm not buying the $45 one. Yeah. That guy's some crack. And you know what's <laughs> interesting about this in our second cartoon, Get Along Gang, is they're both based on a series of cards um, by Hallmark. And I don't. That's just so strange because really? that's, that's something they would never do now. They wouldn't design their own line of cards and turn that to a cartoon. No, probably not. And if they did, well, it'd probably fit right in because everything's so off the wall, strange these days. Well, there also is the whole '80s revival. Like everything seems to be coming back. I keep thinking we're going to get over the '80s uh, and move on to the '90s. It just isn't happening. You're gonna, yeah. We'll get to that when we get to Pound Puppies, and don't get me started on the. Ooh. Yeah. When I was watching the clip of this, though, one of the voices really stood out, and it was Nancy Cartwright before she was ever Bart Simpson. And it's just strange oh. hearing her do the voice of anything except Bart. Right. I don't do the voice of anything, but... Huh. I'm watching this. Okay, so I usually don't like, uh, like I said, the talking animal cartoons, but I do remember liking the Biscuits, and I'd like to revisit that sometime. This uh, Biscuits was canceled, and then uh, Shirt Tales replaced it. Don't I vaguely remember that one? Uh, if I remember correctly, Biscuits is kind of like in the vein of the Smurfs, where they, it took place in like medieval times, and they're bears oh, or something okay. like that. Yeah. Um, trying to look. Oh yeah, so it's only two episode, uh, two seasons, and the Biscuits came back. I guess they had enough popularity. Do you remember that? You'd watch a cartoon and then find out later it was canceled. And you're just seeing reruns from like five years before. Mm-hmm. This... Well, when you're young and it really doesn't matter, you think, ooh, something new. Yeah, because we discussed Teen Wolf, and I think that was on for only 13 episodes, but they aired it for three years, which is so strange. 13 episodes for three years. That's How do you do that? Well, I don't know, because today I feel like kids need so much content, but you know little kids. We were like this. We'd watch a movie like 15 times. Now, I would love the movie. I have. It's rare that I ever get back to it. Yeah. There's so it's... much content. It's funny, as I was at the get-along, I just happened to be glancing at my words here. It says 13 episodes from 84 to 85. Oh, I was wrong. Uh, get-along gang was a competing one from American Greetings. Is that even around anymore, American Greetings? Uh, I think so, actually. <laughs> Are they the ones responsible for the $8 cards? Have you seen this crap? I sold a card the other day that was $13. And I was like, why don't you just take your friend out for a meal? What the hell? Yep, that's, yeah, they're still around. Doing a lot of online stuff too. It looks like, anyway. Yeah, when you buy a card, ship somebody a card where you got to pay shipping for weight. Yeah, it's, it's oh, a little too big. Yeah, well now they it's have the electronic pieces in them. They sing songs, and so it's like, is that technically media <laughs> instead of just well, uh, have an extra correspondence? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and when they ask you if it's liquid, fragile, perishable, you're like, I don't even know what's in this card. It could be plutonium <laughs> running this thing. I'm not sure. Right. Not supposed to ship batteries, so probably yeah. shouldn't. Oh yeah, that. they uh, have a battery in them. Son of a gun! <laughs> and think about that. The um, 
Yeah, so I didn't get to see much of Shirt Tales, but I could tell automatically, not for me. Yeah, you had to be young. Yeah. Now, now watching Get Along Gang, what I did appreciate about it were the background scenes. Whoever was designing the layouts, those are beautiful buildings, and, and the whole, they build an entire town. It gives you, like, you know how a lot of cartoons, they just have genericness where it could be any town USA? I feel like whoever designed Get Along Gang must have designed it based on maybe, like, their childhood town because it's right. so specific and it, the streets are designed in such a way as, like, this had to have been real to somebody. So, uh, man, I'm, look, I'm looking at a little bit of it now. Because I, I remember, uh, what show was I watching? The Pound Puppies thing. So, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. But anyway, it's, it deals with the animation where the show would come back, and now we get we get what was actually pretty decent animation from what we grew up with in the 80s. It's pretty much, a lot of it was very similar. But Pound Puppies, the new generation one, came back. Oh, okay. And it's a lot like Transformers, where you, you see a truck driving down the road and it turns. No wheels turned. No, <laughs> you know, it's like, Now, we'll get to Pound Puppies. Like you take a toy car and turn it. Anyway. Uh, we'll get to Pound Puppies. I'm curious, though. Are you talking about the brand new one that Boomerang put out? I don't know about the company, but, yeah, oh. it's fairly recent. No, okay. It's yeah, I saw it. I don't good. like any, uh, almost every revival cartoon, to me, looks like garbage. The way they design them, the color palette is just in your face, like neon sherbet. And um, it looks like something from Nickelodeon. Yeah, it just it's something about it just is so off-putting, and it's flash animation. It's not hand-drawn in the same way. I, I don't really care for it. Um, Actually, PBS. Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. No, you're fine. Uh, Get Along Gang uh, was from a Canadian company, Nelvana, and it's funny looking into how many Canadian shows because you and I discussed this before. I think uh, most of the stuff up until about the 70s, were designed in America, animated in America, and then all of a sudden all the action stuff started being sent overseas. But I feel like a lot of the family-friendly stuff was coming out of Canada. Probably the most infamous was Inspector Gadget. And that might be why I think there's a different quality than the way there is with some American animation. Um, but it's interesting that the animated field up in Canada was so big during the 80s and 90s, and now no one talks about it. But I'm sure they have to have some sort of thriving animated world there. You would think. Uh, yeah, when you brought brought up Get Along, this is supposed to be our replacement, right? For sure. Yeah, Tales. yeah. And I am, I totally forgot about this show. But the more I looked into it and watched more of it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember watching this. <laughs> again, like, you know, hundreds of episodes. It was only 13. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing I remember most about this is this is a big one for my sister. She has little toy action figures. And the main character, Montgomery Moose, mm -hmm. we used to make these sandwiches. Okay, we were crazy poor at moments in our lives. And for some reason, we yep. would eat mayonnaise sandwiches and call them Montgomery Moose sandwiches. Did he like? I don't really know. I have no clue why. <laughs> it just seemed like a thing to say. Um, I'm pretty sure he didn't eat mayonnaise sandwiches, but literally you're a slice of lettuce, uh, a slab of mayonnaise, and two pieces of white bread. That's it. Right. In the grand scheme of things, if the lettuce is good and crisp, it actually tastes pretty good. I mean... It is egg-based. It I would guess leave you hungry. Yeah. Well, when you're a kid, though, you can... Well, I guess you do burn off food pretty fast, but it'll hold you for a while. <laughs> hold you for a little bit. 
I know, supper's a few hours away. Well, here, here you go. <laughs> yeah. Montgomery moose sandwich. <laughs> uh, so weird. The, the worst one, I think after that, we, my sister dared me because I had the lettuce and the mayonnaise already. And she was like, put a slice of cheese and peanut butter and potato chips. And I did it. And it was gross. <laughs> gross. Yep. It's totally gross. <laughs> Ketchup crack. Some of the names. I remember that the whole Catch'em Crocodile, Leland Lizard. Well. What's that saying? Leland! He's always <laughs> Well, I was looking this up. Leland Lizard. I've heard that. Now, I don't, are you on uh, Wikipedia right now? Uh, yes. Click on who voiced Leland Lizard and you'll be surprised. He's one of these character actors. I'm a huge fan of him, but he basically retired. He was red hot for a while, and as a child actor, he did voice work. But Nicky Cat uh, did voice work, and then he moved on to stuff like he was in V for uh, an arc. Um, mm-hmm. He took over for Mark Singer's son, who oddly enough had a totally different hair color, and they never even mentioned that. <laughs> but oh, he, wow, he's got a yeah. He was Bobby the Murphy, Herbie, Monk, Guardian. Wow. My my thing was he was the lead on Boston Public for the first two seasons, and uh, they they changed the entire format of the show and they got rid of him, which upset me to no end. But how they got rid of him was one of his students loses his mind and starts stabbing him to death. He doesn't die, but I was certain he was going to die. Was <laughs> Do you notice that his voice changed? How many episodes did you watch? Oh, I only got to watch one because it was a last-minute oh. replacement. I just watched it yesterday. I watched uh, at least a few of them, and Leland started off with the one I saw. It may have been the first one. He was this slithering, sneaky snake-sounding kind of guy, but then later went on to have a regular voice. Why do I feel like... I don't know if I played them different or not. Yeah, but. I thought... Yeah, okay, they did. Okay, so I'm looking this up. I thought I saw this earlier. So the pilot... And I thought I watched the pilot. I could be wrong. But um, the pilot, Leland Lizard, was actually voiced by an adult who is Dave Thomas. Now, some people don't know who Dave Thomas is. He was one Wendy. of the founding members of SCTV, not the guy from the Wendy's commercial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave Thomas right. also did um, Grace Under Fire for four years. He was one of the um, crap. It's from Strange Brew, the McKenzie brothers. I think that's what it is. Where he's like, "Good day." Really? <laughs> yeah, he's the other one, not Rick Moranis. Um, gotcha. He also did a live-action uh, adaptation of uh, Boris and Natasha, which is actually very funny. Boris. <laughs> and uh, Montgomery Moose was voiced also by another adult, Charles Hayde, who played the, the redhead cop on Beverly Hills Cop, or not Beverly Hills Cop, um, Hill Street Blues. Why did I say Hill? One of the saddest, one of the saddest songs opening things. Like, it's so whimsical. And yes, at the same time, uh, I don't know, something bad's going to happen on this episode. <laughs> Do I really want to watch this? Yeah. You weren't a comic book guy, but in 1986, when Marvel celebrated its 25th anniversary, they realized their whole comic line was skewing older and they lost their uh, younger audience. So they introduced a whole line of comics called Star Comics. And I would say probably 50% of those were based on pre-existing toy lines, cartoons and stuff like that, and then some were original creations. Um, but they did do a get-along gang uh, comic book for a couple years. Oddly enough, that lasted Definitely. longer than the cartoon itself. <laughs> Probably. Well, they usually do. There think, it is. Yeah, I think the only thing from Star Comics that exists now that in people's minds is Peter Porker, and that's only because of that last Spider-Man movie. <laughs> right. Well, the one before the last one. Damn it, how many Spider-Man movies are there? <laughs> so I'm looking at the, the credits here. 
And I noticed, yeah, surprise, surprise, Frank Walker's in there. Yep. Good guy. Take a drink, Master. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they got everybody in this. That's awesome. Scott Menville's in there, who became a big voice actor guy, but I know him mostly as the really bratty kid from Ernest Goes, yeah, Ernest Goes to Camp. I gotta look at him. Yeah, he's a tall, goofy kid with a kind of a longer nose. Because, mind you, Ernest Goes to Camp has five bratty kids, so I should have been more specific. (laughs) Or Pacific, whatever. Those are movies I haven't touched, picked up in a long time. I might have you to know what? Them. It still works. It works. It only falls apart in Ernest Scared Stupid. I remember being in the theater going, okay, right. this isn't fun anymore. Okay, I remember now. He looks kind of mean, doesn't he? Always uh-huh. <laughs> oh, into Batman's. I'm liking him already. All right. <laughs> the, um, the Berenstain Bears cartoon. I'd never seen this before, even though I was a huge fan of the books. My favorite being... The Berenstain mm-hmm. Bears and the scary old tree, a spooky old tree. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! I actually some kind soul took those old book on tape Berenstain Bears and uh, loaded them up on YouTube. He, he recorded the audio and then they moved the camera with or moved the pages, whatever. And you, it's like a ten minute, ten minutes of your life. Go watch them; they're great. Really? Yep. I mean, you don't even have to go get the book. Someone took a video camera and slowly filmed the pages, and then it. You know, as the, I don't think they even have any more uh, books on tape for kids where you would read along with it. I think it was literally called the read-along line. Um, did you have those as a kid? Uh, the read-along line? Read-along line, is that what you say? Yeah, so I, I don't know how many series of books they did, but I think in our family we had three or four of the Berenstain books. Yeah, and, I definitely have those. And I you, remember having 45s, actually. Oh, really? Okay. I, You know, I had a few of the 45s. I had a couple Spider-Man ones where you would play the record along with the book. Right. The cool part about the tape, though, was that the other side was empty, and they encouraged you to record your own version of the book. Or whatever. Uh, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I used mine, I think, to tape. I think I even saved the tape for a long time, and you even heard it. It's because I taped the... Um, uh, Robin Williams special. That, oh no! So the you know, the HBO one was edited and aired on Fifty Five Fox, and instead of being like the hour long, I think it was padded with some other comedy stuff from that year. Because I do remember after the Robin Williams part, they aired uh, Weird Al's her, uh, Living with a Hernia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ow! <clears throat> so no, I can't. I don't. I have no voice for that. <laughs> no, they said, "Well, you have to grip yourself tightly." <laughs> Cross your legs, funny, uh, and then crush. <laughs> okay, so is it? <clears throat> did you think that it was Baron Steen for years, not Baron Stain? I was just going to ask you that. How long did it take you to re- to uh, correctly write it? Um, I didn't know <laughs> until I watched a video on it because it was something called the Mandela effect, where everybody believes it's Baron Steen or Baron Stain. Right. Which one is it? Baron it's it's Baron Stain. I was Stain. so sure it was Baron Stain for years. Baron Stain, Baron Stain, Baron. It's just. Bernstein. That's what I always thought it was. That's how I always said it. That's always how I heard it. Yeah. So, but so whatever. weird. These so books... I found out, I realized that again when I tried to type this up and do this thing. But yeah, uh, these books are still Google out there. Google corrected me. We we have them at work. I'm actually impressed. It's been what 50 years and they're still around. Oh yeah, I don't think they're going anywhere. No. Well, I mean, they're so. And it's funny is I was watching those videos where they they filmed the books. And I was like, man, they're not kidding when I say this is an early reader series. It's like the first level because there's only like 12 words per page, and sometimes they repeat themselves. But it's right. the art. 
the art is so beautiful. It's perfect. It's the Sitter. Oh, I remember that one. I think I had that one. I think there's one called Into the Night that I loved. So, the Trick or Treat episode. So watching the animated series, and I didn't know at first that there was two animated series, um, that they rebooted it in 2003, and I watched the two back to back. And the quality of the original 85 series I don't think is as strong. It's too soft. It doesn't have the... It has their design, but it doesn't have the little things that made the artwork so special. The 2003 series um, really, really captures the look of those original uh, books. I'll tell you, I uh, didn't realize that there was a re-release of them. I believe that, but... Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. There's a whole bunch of animated specials first. Somehow I missed that. There was like Christmas specials and stuff like that, and they were popular enough. Then they went to series. So it's kind of like the way they do with uh, Garfield. Do you remember like Garfield had like five sense. or six specials and then went to series? Yes. And I remember that was a staple every year. Um, I, don't I know think why. it still why is. Why we stop doing that? No. Oh, did they stop? Oh, Garfield specials. No, oh. no, me. Oh. It sparks our family doing making sure that we watch those. Kind of like watching The Wizard of Oz every year, but yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this: um, go get the Boomerang Trial if you've never had Boomerang. Try it out. I think it's free for a week, um, and then uh, they have like every single one of their Christmas specials that they've ever made at Hanna Barbera and Ruby Spears, and they loaded it up to the Boomerang app. So I am oh. going to geek out on the Pac-Man Christmas special, all the Yogi Bear stuff, the Scooby Doo stuff. It's their catalog isn't as deep as it should be because I can't believe how many cartoons from Hanna Barbera and Ruby Spears there are. But for some reason, they seem focused more on the revivals, the the cheaper looking revivals, and then just Scooby Doo. Okay, I just looked it up, and I, the first thing that pops out at me is Monchichi Tribe. Oh my God, the Monchichis! They have that on there. They have Richie yeah. Rich. Richie Rich was my jam as a kid. Wacky races, yes. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's a new wacky races. I'm not sure. Um, oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, so Berenstain Bears, uh, they spent a little bit more money on this one. But here's where the thing is: they animated in Australia. Is that what it's? I'm looking at this. Oh, but it has Frank Walker again. Everybody, take a drink. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> I also uh, enjoy the fact that they have uh, David Mendenhall. Now, I'm not letting him know who that is, but for a brief moment, he was like our age and he was supposed to be uh kind of like the next big kid star he was in over the top um uh some monkey movie i can't remember it was on i feel like it was on tv a bunch like going ape i believe but he's also one of the boys uh well the only boy in the transformers movie i can't remember the, i can't remember what their name is buzz or whatever it was but but i feel like he was in a lot of those kind of kid stuff and then he just okay. disappeared. You know, it, it, you grow out of it, I think. Yeah. I'm like... Huh. Speaking of Teen I'm Wolf, the guy who created the... Who was the main producer on all these Bernstein Bears specials was the guy behind Teen Wolf. That's cool. Did you t did you just say he was on Over the Top? Yeah, he's uh, Stallone's kid. Okay. Gotcha. No, no, I was... Okay. Yeah. So you say he was in the Bernstein Bears. Was he the voice of... Probably Brother Bear. Gotcha. It says Ruth Buzzy. Wow, that's a name I haven't heard in forever. What was she on? Hee Haw or something like that? Or Laughing? Yeah. I, you got me at a loss on that one. Okay, Ruth Buzzy. I'm sure she... 
Wait, who is the one who always wore the hat with a little tag on it? Uh, that's not right. That is a. That's a. Oh, crap. Oh, my gosh. Pearl. Mini Pearl. Oh, Mini Pearl. Okay, so no, uh, Ruth Buzzy played the lady who would sit on the bench and would smack the guy with a purse on laughing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's. Okay. Uh, I got you. She's got that. Who is that chick? She's always wearing the hairnet. Um, I don't remember the character's name. I haven't seen that show. Oh my god, did you watch the Laugh-In reunion on Netflix? Oh, boy. I will, though. No, you won't. Don't at least watch it when your kid's around. For some stupid reason, they thought it would be, hey, let's take this show from the 60s that was cheeky and fun and all ages could watch it. We're going to throw it on Netflix, and it's aimed at the people who are in uh, senior homes now, basically. And we're going to say... A lot of cussing and a lot of horrifying sex jokes. Who is, is this is for? It still, <laughs> still laughing, the stars celebrate or something else? Something like that. It was awful. I just I sat there going, oh, they just said MF. Oh, they said it again. Oh, boy, they're talking about that. Okay. I'm no prude, but I just don't get what that was for. Is Billy Crystal in it? Yep. Yeah. Billy Crystal wearing the most hideous wig I've ever seen in my life. Dude, you're famous. You're rich. You can't afford better than that. Oh, wow. <laughs> I keep watching, you know, watch late night TV and you see, uh, oh my gosh. Don't you hate it when you, you, you have a thought and it's right there and when you need it to come out quickly, it doesn't? Every five minutes. Well, you think of that while I uh, wrap up this Berenstain Bears thing real quick. But, um, Ricky Lawrence, gotcha. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom went and saw her. Uh, she was doing a live tour. That's what I wanted to talk about. Oh, I so wanted to see that. But anyway. Uh, All right, let's wrap this up. So, yeah, Berenstain Bears, that lasted for two seasons. It was syndicated. Usually when you have 26 episodes or 52, it's syndicated. It came back in 2003 on PBS. That's why it has that look. PBS had a very specific look for their cartoons. Um, but I find it interesting that um, Michael Sarah was Brother Bear in the new series, probably when he was about 11. This is before he was ever on Arrested Development. Right. Whatever happened to that dude? He was in uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim Saves the World and then just uh, disappeared. It's really neat to see that, that something that started, what did it say, the, the Berenstain, books, Berenstain books came out in 62. Wow, still going oh, strong. Wow, that's amazing. Wow, anyway. You, uh, you show those to your kids? Yes, we still have some around here somewhere. Oh, cool. Probably the same ones we had, which is even cooler. Trying to look at this. Oh, oh, okay, so our next cartoon is Pound Puppies. This is one that we actually, we had the toys. And this is a a toy line that has not died. I actually thought it did, and I'm looking at this. So Tonka, remember Tonka? I feel like everything we had as a kid was like Tonka. And they're gone. And um, So Hasbro took over in 88. Then Playmates took over. Then Galoob. And now a company I've never heard of, Funrise, because I think almost all the other ones are out of business. (laughs) You say Tonka disappeared? I'm pretty sure Tonka's gone. Let me look. No, no, no. We have a... uh... Oh, no, okay, that's weird. No, Tonka sold to Hasbro. Whatever the heck that thing was. Well, yeah, it's probably owned by some other company now. But what's the big toy company that went out of business? Rides. Do you remember it was like in 2000, it was a big deal where the two brothers and the dad ran the company into the ground because they're trying to outdo each other on spending on really stupid things? I do not. Oh, I can't remember what that was. Um, Galoob, I'm pretty sure they're gone. They're the ones responsible for micro machines. Yeah, they went out of business in 98. God, I oh, love Micro sad. Machines. Me too. I even that I played the crap out of the video game too. So. They had a video game? I didn't know that. There's two or three Micro Machines Racing or something like that. 
you raced across tabletops and things. It was. Yeah, I I loved the now, guy but... who would narrate the commercials. He played Blur in the Transformers cartoon. Or he was he say it in the microphone. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think he did every commercial back then in the days because he had the little thing at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. He always has it. Oh yeah, because they always have the. the, the... Not included. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Uh... What do they call that thing at the very end where they have to tell you like certain rules of a contest or whatever, but they only have so much time? Hey, we don't show, show what happened, we don't want to sold. Like they had, it's what's great about that is that they had some person do that. They had the technology to just speed it up. Oh yeah. But they had a guy who could do it. <laughs> I, and there's some rappers out there who rap that fast, and they have to oh slow gosh. down what they're because it's always like contest. And they have to slow it down so they actually know they're saying real words. Right. Well, the thing about the micro machine guy was that you understood every word. You never had to rewind it. I wonder how many takes they did, though, and how at the end he was like. <laughs> I wonder, in reality, how how many of the words did we understand when he said it, as opposed to okay, our brains caught up. <laughs> you know? Oh, oh yeah, because I do that with normal speak. Can you imagine what it's like right. when someone talks that fast? Like five minutes later. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Spokesman. You're just staring at drool coming out the side. John Machida Jr., known as Motormouth, the fastest talking guy in the world, started off as a spokesman for FedEx and then blew up with Micro Machines. Wow. He can speak 586 words per minute. <laughs> I can't even do 12 words sometimes, articulating, hey, where's my coffee? <laughs> hey, you got a drink ready? Why is Frank, Frank Walker, Walker in this? I feel like Pound Puppies was Tonka's competition for Cabbage Patch Kids. True. Did Cabbage Patch Kids ever have a cartoon? They had to. Tonka means trucks. Cabbage. And okay. Knowing that they made other things is weird. S side note. Um, on our last episode, not you and I, the one that me and Jacob just did. We were talking mm -hmm. about the Bigfoot and the um, Machine Masters or something like that cartoon. Um, it's not the toy that I thought it was. There is a toy that had yellow hands that would come out of the wheels so they could climb rocks. Yes. What is that? Claw. The, uh, claw. Some, I had one. Oh, man. I got to look it up. But, yeah, I had one of those. That was the coolest thing ever. You, you flip the little switch on the wheels, and then when it went over things and got into some trouble, all those claws would come out on their own. It was pretty cool. Yeah, and I keep looking and looking, and I cannot find what the heck it is, and it's driving me crazy. Um, oh, it's got to be in here. I put in yellow claws, and they just tell that's not going to help me. I <laughs> uh, gotcha. It's called the animal. Animal? Claw, oh, my God. Claw. Animal truck. The claw. Is that it? Let me, let me see. No, no, no. It might be. It looks like I'm seeing a picture. Yes, that's it. See? The, the claws are coming out. It's called animal... Extender? That can't be right. That sounds weird. But yeah, it's called the Ooh. Animal, not Bigfoot. Yeah, here's the yellow Trans Am with yellow uh, uh, claws that come out. You can climb up. See, I thought that was Bigfoot. So everybody who listened to the last episode, we were wrong. Okay. <laughs> oh, they um, had a Knight Rider. No, that's something else. But yeah, I think that one I'm looking at now, the black truck with the yellow roll bar uh, in the back. Yeah. And that's the exact truck I had. Oh, yeah. I wish, I, you know, so many toys I had growing up that I look back and I wonder where the heck they went. You mean the, the toy I don't itself? I rid of them. Well, you told me a bunch of toys went missing, I thought. 
Yeah. Someone went missing. They, they quote-unquote, went to the dump. Yeah, sure. But I'm guessing they got swapped with uh, whoever was helping us move. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I was thinking of some of the obscure toy lines that I would only get, like, one or two figures from. Like, I think, you know, there's all the legendary ones. Master Universe, uh, He-Man, um, uh, G.I. Joe, Star Wars. I had a few Thundercats. But there's some where I only had, like, one or two. I only had one masked toy. I only had one pound puppy. Um, there. I had a Crystar figure, which never was even a cartoon. Um, should have been. Um, I don't even know what that is. Crystar. It was only, it was like a really short lived line. I think they only had four comics from Marvel where these, gotcha. it's sword and sorcery. And there's a wizard who gives these guys who are dying, uh, special powers. They can turn into crystals, basically like hard crystals so they can live. Yeah. It's really stupid. Um, but visually amazing. Um, yeah, I only had one figure of that, and I think I even got it at a garage sale. What, were the, what was, like, a weird, obscure toy line that you only had a few of, or only one of? Mm, only one of? I'll, I'm pretty much in the same boat with you. I had one mask vehicle. I had one actual Transformer, and that was... Yeah, I think I had two. Hovercraft. It wasn't even one of the big names. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it yellow? Gone. No, it was blue, gray, I think, oh, okay. purple, maybe. <clears throat> All the above. <laughs> but, yeah, I, the one thing I had a lot of was uh, He-Man figures. And I didn't have any of the big, like the castle or anything like that. But I had a lot of figures. And I had Battle Cat. And that was about it. Yeah, I, there's always those kids who had all the big action set pieces. And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, you got Castle Grayskull. Cool. Oh, you also have the giant... Uh, uh, aircraft carrier from G.I. Joe. Oh, you also have the biggest Transformers. Oh, oh, and they break apart into other Transformers? So you got six Transformers? Son of a... All right, rich boy. <laughs> oh, and the Millennium Falcon. Thank, well, thank you for rubbing that in my face. <laughs> Voltron was the other one. I think oh, I had... God, here's, the, here's the worst of the worst. Voltron? Why, why do they do this to kids? They sell the person, the people, you know, that run the cats, that buy like their cats. Yeah. By themselves. Oh, right. See, we can never afford any of them. So I got a tiny one that was just Voltron itself. You couldn't separate yeah. the pieces, so it's just one Voltron. I never had a Voltron, never had a cat, only had one of the figures. That was it. I remember there was GoBots, and GoBots was trying to do the whole combination thing, but GoBots was always like a low-rent garbage one. The designers just weren't as good. And I did have a lot of those, though. I think you put the GoBots in like this clasping piece, and then the clasping piece would lock in. So you couldn't even change change the GoBot in, enough to lock into another uh, GoBot or whatever into form giant. It was weird. Hey, we stopped talking about pound puppies. Hey. Pound puppies. <laughs> I did own a pound puppy. Yeah, I think I had one. The I think a brown one. one. I can't yeah. remember his name. Yeah. Um, I was I actually had a Cabbage Patch too. Yeah, I remember watching this when I was a kid quite a bit. Um, it was one of the cutesier ones, but it was tolerable because it had a good sense of humor. And it kind of had a Care Bears effect, though, without being as saccharine sweet. I'm never going to discuss Care Bears. Don't you fucking ask me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Do I need to bleep that out? I'm sorry, kids. Care Bears stare. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a stare. Right out. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. I'll burn a hole through you. Um, but uh, it had it kind of had the uh, curse that a lot of these cartoons had during the 80s, the... Uh, the seemingly pointless nemesis. I, I never understood why sometimes they didn't just have adventures. They always had like this, either as a bratty kid 
or a snot-nosed, like, uh, like authority figure. And this one had both. Mm-hmm. And I just remember going, all right, I get it. Oh, Ruth Buzzy is in this one, too? And Nancy Cartwright? This has to all be the same company. That's interesting. Nancy Cartwright. Oh, yeah. oh and Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus Prime, is in this as well. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the voice of Darkwing Duck, Jim Cummings. Uh, oh, Danny Cooksey. Do you remember him, the little redhead kid from uh, um, Different Strokes, when they added him in at the end? When they were yes. like, oh, we don't have a cute kid anymore. Let's bring in this little silvering twang kid. <laughs> Do they still do that? But shows, of course, shows got to actually last long enough. Well, I got to tell you, when's the last time you saw a family sitcom? I mean, I can't think of yeah. any. I don't really watch them anyway, so there might be a few, but I can't think of any family sitcoms. Now, the only shows they have now are, and they're usually on Disney, where it's the kids rule the roost and the parents look stupid. No. Great. That's a, that's a good <laughs> thing, Disney. Thanks for making it. Because when we watch shows as a kid, the kids weren't obnoxious and annoying and, like, uh, take charge. They were usually, like, just trying to find their way in the world, and the parents were there to guide them. That was, like, the classic right. thing in all the sitcoms. Uh, but now it's, it's we don't need the parents. We don't need the adults. We yeah, I don't, do I don't like that. I don't like that at all yeah. because it showed a balance in both sides during those, like, right. growing pains and Family Ties probably being the best of the best, Cosby Show. Um, one of my favorites was Mr. Belvedere. I love yes. Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> One thing I, I, I look back on uh, right around that time area it would have been uh, Punky Brewster. Yeah. And Webster. Did you say Webster? I no, I didn't. But, you know, you know, it's funny. I was thinking of other cutesy cartoons. Do you remember the Punky Brewster cartoon? I actually liked that. Yeah, it was great. Well, I, uh, what was the one with the character when he talked like this? Hey, Punky! <laughs> was it Bloomer? Oh, Scarborough! Can't believe it's still do that. I think that's what made it weird, but it was Punky's world. She's, you know, anyway. (laughs) What if his name wasn't like Glomer? It was something like just so normal. Hey, Punky! My name is Larry! Larry Kowalski! (laughs) I I sell insurance! (laughs) I think you're right, though. I think it's. Yep. Has to. Typed in Glomer and it comes up with Punky Brewster. All right. Got it. (laughs) Um. Hogan, Pound Puppies is the Hogan's Heroes of animation. It really is. Yes. What? <laughs> I mean, if you think about the setting, basically, you know, they're trying to get out of this prison. This lady is psychotic, by the way. I mean, you know, we're both big dog people, always have been. And I remember just being so upsetting that she would purposely not let these dogs get adopted. She kept coming up with all these scams that they weren't available. They were called, they were already, uh, you know, somewhere I had a hold on them, whatever, so they couldn't be adopted. What was her point? Exactly. I don't. I kept thinking, watching it the other day. I'm like, what is she like, Cruella? She's hoarding them all for a coat or something? Oh like, yeah. The only thing I can think of is dark, disturbing things because otherwise, she would have a bazillion dogs, and what's she going to do with all those dogs? But she did love cats. Yeah. Maybe she just didn't want yeah. dogs in the world. This is this is how every single car, uh, cartoon cat sounds. <laughs> Basically, clones of Azrael. <laughs> okay, so I'm curious. <clears throat> I lost my voice. Got me thinking about you said Hogan's Heroes, and yeah. I'm like, did they ever actually make? Oh God, please tell me they didn't make a Hogan's Heroes cartoon. I can't cartoon? imagine. Oh, I think boy. it was a comic, but I keep. No, what I'm seeing, I think, are just parodies on other shows. Oh, okay, because that sounds disturbing, beyond disturbing. <laughs> hey, kids, want to watch a cartoon set at a POW camp? 
What Which fun! Makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, I'm sure all POW accounts were just like that. I love oh. the show. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I see nothing. <laughs> Schultz. I keep anyway. all right. I keep putting in raccoons, like because that's our next cartoon. <laughs> but I keep forgetting to put in cartoons, so it keeps giving me. Uh, I keep expecting Wikipedia to go. Yeah, you keep typing in raccoons. We keep showing you cartoon uh, raccoons. What's wrong with you? Uh, yes, I'm right. just an idiot. All right, stop it. Um, this is my absolute favorite of the bunch, and it might be my new favorite cartoon. I am in love with this cartoon, and I had never even heard of it before I started doing research for this. I just ran across it, talking anim uh, cartoon animals, you know, and it gave me the raccoons. Have you ever heard of this? The, the, yes, I did. When you brought it up to make it a, as an uh, alternative, I had no clue. But once I started watching an episode, I think, I don't know, it might have been the pilot, I don't know, but... As soon as I saw the art park, yeah, I you knew, knew exactly what it was. It all came back. Yeah, and I remember that stupid guy with the cigar hanging out. <laughs> but I keep trying to find out. No, you and I both grew up, you know, lacking cable for the most part, especially lacking the Disney Channel. That's where right. this aired originally. We must have seen it somewhere else. They must Grandma's. have syndicated it, or um, uh, maybe... well, I always went to. I watched all these shows, uh, the cable shows, at my grandma's house. Okay. We'd stay there every once in a while, and that's where I'd see, you know, you can't do that on television and all that stuff, so. Yeah, so, I mean, unless you had Disney Channel, and I might have caught, because see, I saw a little bit of the characters, and then also the aardvark looked familiar to me. So now I don't know if I saw artwork of it in a, in a comic or something, or someone wearing a shirt of it, or maybe mm -hmm. I saw one of the specials. I see that the first three or four specials were syndicated. They weren't on Disney. That might have been how I saw it, but this has a very long life considering how short cartoon runs are back then. I mean, this uh, was it four animated specials starting in 1980, and then it became a full-fledged uh, series in 1985 and ran for five seasons. And it's very unique. It doesn't look like anything else. Okay. Yeah, I could. Sorry. <laughs> You're talking, and I'm off on a tangent on my own. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at, uh, was listening to the theme song. So go ahead, repeat what you said. Sorry. Um, I said that uh, I don't remember. I have a short term memory. I said I said there was like four specials, and then there was a series for five seasons. And with cartoons yeah. being so short lived back then, that's actually a surprise. I mean, that's like Smurfs level, Gummy Bears level. Right. Definitely. And I think the reason is I'm looking at this, and it says – it doesn't say it, but I'm just reading into it. Uh, so if I'm wrong, correct me. Um, networks approached them because the specials did very well. Uh, CBS, NBC, and ABC all approached them for a one season. Now, I'm wondering if Disney coughed up um, a big paycheck for you know a whole season and maybe gave them complete control or only like partial rights instead of owning the whole thing. Uh, and that might be why I extend its life because the budgets aren't big. So if you can keep the exposure from a network down where they're, they're so nervous, they cancel things left and right. I think that's maybe what helped the show is that they got the Disney money for like, you know, paying half the cost and then they got to, uh, just do it their own way. Which is what everybody would love to have the opportunity to do. Yeah, but sometimes the money isn't there, and that's the problem. And I don't, I feel like the raccoons would do very well if they brought them back now for a streaming app. Oh, yeah, definitely. If you put the right people behind them, but the one thing, it's only you do so much with animation, you've got to have the talent, yeah. ready talent, too. But 
And I think, um, and I watched these specials, and I don't think the animation is as high budget or high quality. They're still trying to feel out the look and the, and the sound of it. Uh, when it goes to regular series, it looks like nothing else. It's cut like nothing else. I watch the episodes, and they're edited like a regular TV show, like Miami Vice. It's fast editing. It has music clips. It seemed yeah. like it wasn't aimed at kids, that it was aimed more for, like, teenage audiences. I think so. And I love the artwork, definitely. And I did feel it was dumbed down. Like, the dialogue wasn't insipid and just, uh, you know, like, little kids voicing it, so there's more nuance to the voice, and the plot's are a little deeper. They're more universal in what they're trying to say. Um I don't know. I just it's kind of interesting. Did they ever intend this to be for kids, or was it kind of like, uh, like The Simpsons, where it was kind of designed for teenagers and you know, you know, uh, like college age kids? Oh, let's see. <laughs> but, but yeah, I I feel I have that same feeling that it wasn't really aimed at the younger ones. But I do have it. Still has that same rushed feel, kind of. I mean, I don't know. You know how you. Shows feel like they've been pushed together, like all the dialogue's been kind of pushed together. There should be some more spacing. Oh, so you but mean they're trying you to shove it into a small amount of time. Right, uh, so you're so saying like there's more plot than there is time. Right. Yeah. Well, it would be nice if they could stretch some of the episodes. One of the ones I liked is when uh, they're going out for a contract with a baseball team, and uh, they're competing or whatever, and it's all in one episode. And I was like, this seems like it could be a season-long thing, but cartoons didn't do that back then. Everything had to be wrapped up in, in, in 30 minutes. Yeah. 30 minutes, 13 episodes. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll see. Anyway. Unless it's one of the syndicated ones where they crammed 52 episodes because they had to show them Monday through Friday after Happy's Place. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or in the mornings with Rogie's back. <laughs> What are, what are some of the other... You mentioned Monchi Cheese, and there's, uh, like I said, the Charmkins and stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other cutesy cartoons back then that... that uh, cutesy? Well, there's Rubik the Amazing Cube, I thought was kind of a cutesy cartoon, which is weird. A, a sentient Rubik's Cube that would talk to you, and that would freak me out if I had just a face on it. <laughs> not sure about that one. <laughs> um, beyond that, I, I don't know. I spent a lot of time watching... I don't know about cutesy... <laughs> I mean, we've already talked about gummy bears before. Yeah, uh, is which is one. which is really good. And snorks and snorks. Smurfs. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess I guess you can call those cutesy too. One, I think of cutesy. I think more like little critters that you want to cuddle with. Yeah, we'll remember glowworm. I'm sure there was a glowworm. Oh cartoon. yes. Yeah. Um, my buddy and kid sister. Oh I'm pretty sure they made specials about those. Well, a, a, a poppel. Pale kid. That's cutesy. <laughs> yeah, for on acid. Uh, do you remember Popples? There was a couple of cartoon yes. specials about that where you'd fold them, right? You folded them inward and they became a bouncy ball. I had a couple of those. Well, they weren't really bouncy, but they were fun to play dodgeball with. <laughs> as long as the eyes were, as long as the eyes were inside. Yeah, and as long as you weren't throwing around a mad ball. Oh yeah. <laughs> ugly, ugly things. Yeah, I can't remember. It, it, see, the problem is, I think it annoyed me the cutesy stuff, and I would just run screaming the other direction. That's it. Now there was there were certain cutesy ones like, for instance, the gummy bears when they they're so well written. Well, it's also the animation was so great. Yeah, the animation definitely. Uh, I, I tended to gravitate towards those. Yeah. And uh, which is probably why I love the raccoons as well. 
Ugh, just looking, I'm looking at a picture of the Care Bears here, and I just, I, I cringe. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. The Raggy Dolls? That's not a thing. You made that up. Do you remember Raggedy Ann and Andy, though? I do remember that show, yeah. I actually had, my daughter's room was themed after that for a short while. Oh, Kissy Fur. I watched Kissy Fur a lot. Was that the one that was set in the bayou? I'm pretty sure it is. Kissy <laughs> Fur. Oh. You remember I that remember one. titles. Yeah. I don't remember details. They always, I think they aired Kissy Fur with, um, oh, what is it? Foo Fur. I'm a big, stupid blue dog, and I talk a little bit like um, uh, Jimmy Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy, Jimmy. Okay, I think I saw a uh, Tasmanian Devil, so I think you're right. Anyway. Yeah, we don't want to go too long. Paddington Bear was another one, but that one's a little bit older, I think. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't there another one, though? Um, There was a bear cartoon that was really popular. Uh... God, doggone it. But it feels like there's so many of these that it's hard to remember. And if it didn't have action, I wasn't that interested in it. Tailspin? No, no, no. We, <laughs> that one's easier to remember. <laughs> no, it's uh, Te- oh, Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, my God. Did I mention yeah. that already? When I did, I'm pretty sure I did. That's no. the one that talked to you, right? You put a little tape in him and he would say words along with it, but it was autonomous and creepy. Yep. Oh, yeah. Really Teddy Ruxpin was definitely nightmare. a cartoon. Yikes. <laughs> it was like... They could have done so much. They, they did Chucky. They could have done so much better if they had used Teddy. <laughs> oh my God! I wonder if it's based off. Instead of my like buddy. That. Yeah. What's that? Oh, I just remember. I just. What if? I feel like they did something like that in a movie where it was a talking bear and he had teeth. Oh, demonic toys. Demonic toys. But I haven't watched oh. them stupid. We're gonna. We're gonna have to have a night, some night, where we just revisit. I'm sure you do it all the time, but some of the stuff we used to watch in high school, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Puppet Master and uh, yes. I watched a Transfers the other night. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but a lot of it is you have to kind of separate yourself a little bit from the nostalgia, not let it blind you, but at least have a little fun with it. Right. Okay. Here it is. Skatebot. That's why I don't want to. There was a there was a robot. No, that, no, that actually skates. There was a robot that I remember being really popular too, where I thought you put a tape in it and it would move yeah. along with the tape. Uh, Robo Force, isn't it? We're we're going on a nostalgia trip right here. Uh, oh, there it is, there it is. I guess see a picture. What is it? What's it called? Alfie. Is that it? No, that's not Alfie. No, Omnibot. There's so many of them though. I'm looking at this. Uh, yeah, Omnibot. That's it. That's the one I saw as a kid, but I don't think it took a tape. Is it a tape? That might be a tape. There's another little one here that. Tommy. Oh, the one that we eat coins. Oh my God. Well, that's another Omnibot. We are so crazy about, oh my god, I'm seeing a picture here of a giant robot um, with these two little kids, and then Small Wonder is standing right behind them, ready to murder the other robot. How dare you bring that robot into this house? You're cheating on me. <laughs> yeah, that, I love that show, but it could, it so easily went so wrong. Oh, well, that was the curse of a lot of shows. What I remember as a kid was this, hey, we have a special thing in the house. Now we have to hide it from the neighbors. There's Alf, uh, Small Wonder. Um, there's one with a witch, I believe. And, uh, you know, Harry and the Hendersons was a TV show. And it all had, like, the mm-hmm. whole uh, – certain shows got copied over and over. Uh, like, The Fugitive turned into The Hulk. Uh, and then Werewolf had the same exact concept. But uh, I Dream of Genie and Bewitched also had that, we got to hide this thing. My Mother the Car, Mr. Ed. Still like that. It was really a popular thing. 
One day I'm going to torture you with, uh, we're going to watch old sitcoms and <laughs> discuss. <laughs> Do a little sitcom unity service. I, I'm okay with that. little <laughs> mystery science, mystery sitcom. Oh, I got nothing. No, no. <laughs> don't, don't mutilate it. <laughs> yeah, but that'd be fun, though. After we get done with Back in Tunes, like, we would pick four or five uh, sitcoms from a certain year. And, you know, we'll mix the good and the bad and then kind of comment on what we thought of them and what our memories are of the show, if there are any. You take the good, you take the bad. You take them all, (laughs) and there you have another shot. Because I'm sure Frank Walker is probably also in all of those. (laughs) 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 All right, so that is the end of this episode. Um, I milked it for all it's worth. (laughs) Drink milk. Anyway. All right, so um, you can, if you like the two of us horsing around, um, normally we do a show called Next Planet Over, where we discuss sci-fi TV shows of the uh, 70s, 80s, 90s, though I'm finding that some of the 70s stuff is hard to revisit. You need patience. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're discussing our next episode. It's going to be <clears throat> superheroes of the 70s and 80s. Yes. We will discuss the Hulk. I mean, I watched the first episode anyway in the two TV movie reunions, so might as well. Spider-Man movie. Yes, the Spider-Man of the 70s, Greatest American Hero, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman! Yeah, there's a couple good ones there. Yeah. Um, what was it? There's another one in there somewhere uh, I thought that we that we missed. But there's there's a handful of superhero shows. Oh, the Captain America TV movies. Um, when they thought it was going to go to a TV show. Those are weird. So... That'll be our next one. We're trying to go chronologically, but I realized, oof, the shows of 1979 is what I think we're on right now. Not too good. So that's not going to work for... <laughs> Lost me. Yep. I don't know. I don't <laughs> Awkward know silence. Awkward <laughs> silence. All right, everybody, check us out on Facebook under Retro Rocket Entertainment, and you'll catch all the microphones. <laughs> okay, I can't really talk. If I had a script, I could read really fast. <laughs> I'm not trying to play this back slow because I'm not really saying anything. No, but do you remember we used to tape ourselves and then play it back fast and we giggle until like 3 o'clock in the morning until one of our parents would come in and go, Shut the hell up. I have to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. No, I don't remember doing that at all. No, we never did that. I'm sure we don't. Um, okay, so uh, that's it for us here and have a good night. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> what? Are you, ha- are you stroking out? <laughs> I have no idea what I said. Hasta la vista. Here we go. Hold both that. Okay. Hasta lasagna. Don't get me on ya. Later.